Hey everyone, Jake here. Today we are bringing you a special episode, an interview with Christian McGahan. I want to preface by saying, unfortunately, we lost the first half of the audio, which really sucks because there's a lot of insightful knowledge to be shared here. But you're probably wondering, who's Christian and why is he on Sanity Check? Well, originally, our plan for Sanity Check was to also provide a comfort zone for our listeners. Um, People who were going through tough times could you know, call in or ask questions and, you know, we we would be able to relate with you guys. But the podcast has taken a little bit of a turn since then. We've rethought our creative direction that we want to do. So we're not so focused on that anymore. Although if this interests you, let us know. Now, Christian is a personal trainer and vocalist for the hardcore band Virtue. He lives here in Central Texas. And if you want to get fit, or enjoy some good music, go check him out. Um, that's all I'm going to leave y'all with. This is really good for anyone who's just struggling with tough times right now. This was recorded during the coronavirus pandemic, if you're listening to us way in the future. Um, I hope everything's a lot better then than now. Anyways, I hope you guys can still enjoy. Forgive us for the inconvenience. And we'll see you back on May 31st for episode 7 of Delta Green. Thank you. Jake, do you want to Jake, do you want to ask some uh, questions so we don't cut you out? Uh yeah, thanks is uh, Edward here. Everyone's My here. Mind. We're recording. Yay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to add to that, um, those last two questions, that there's a, there's a lot of self-awareness in that, and that's something that I've learned a lot in, my, uh, in the last three years, I think, especially as I was doing martial arts training, and I was having a really, really tough uh, mental and emotional journey, and the things that helped me most through that were surprisingly enough, just writing in a journal every day. And I, I was pretty awful at it in the beginning. So if anyone decides to try it, it's okay. if like, it doesn't work out too much, but it gives you so much relief and also aids in how productive you can be. And you'll figure out just what's too ambitious and what exactly you do really need to get done. And it's, it's the perfect way to balance the, and see it like visually in front of you, um, the balance between what you need as an individual that brings you joy in life. And then what you need to get done to progress and feel satisfaction with whatever you're chasing or trying to get through at the time. And for me, that was just in some ways surviving day to day um, through like a lot of physical stuff because I had like, well, I was really, uh, I had big aspirations to get my black belt and that just, I, I forced myself to train anytime I had free time 
and that actually wasn't a good thing and I really felt some consequences from that so I encourage people to take a look at like for a lot of our audience it's going to be school are you thinking about yourself in there or yeah. is there a little bit too much of um, just trying to be productive and check all the boxes because just because you have a lot of boxes to check and you're getting them all isn't always a good thing so well no, said. yeah um yeah. i i'm so sorry but i have a jake you kind of made a a, a a a interesting question you made a you kind of raised the point i mean of uh, self-awareness and Christian, I kind of want to ask you about that. You kind of talked about in the um, inspiration versus comparison episode, you, you know, the newest episode um, on your podcast, it kind of about um, looking at social media and like all these fitness accounts and, and, and I was just kind of wondering if you could kind of speak on like, you know, as a personal trainer, as someone who you know, who does a podcast about bettering himself, who does music about bettering oneself, like, what don't you want to, like, what do you think, like, sucks when it comes to the world of self-improvement? Like, what can, like, what do you just want to, like, hate on? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point, or a good question, I guess. I, it's very interesting, because that is something that we all kind of deal with, where we, we kind of look, and we over-evaluate certain things, or we want to be hypercritical of certain things, and um so like yeah then you when you are i think when you're like hyper aware of always wanting to be you know improving upon yourself sometimes that becomes to, to the point where you can almost take it the opposite direction yeah you know you can be hypercritical of certain situations um especially of yourself you can be hypercritical of um you know, if I, if I lay out all these goals for myself to accomplish, uh, then, you know, I may, and if I don't follow through on them, then it's like, even though I was being productive and laying out goals, but if I, you know, don't follow through on them and then I just come back and be hypercritical of, of my failure or whatever to act on those goals, then I can, you know, that can push me in the wrong direction. Um, but in your question, do you mean like when I look at like certain Instagram pages and do I want to be critical of those pages or is that, is that where you're kind of going at? I, I just kind of meant like, um, I guess sort of, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Instagram and social media or even just like in, in general, um, it is, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean like that's, that's a good question. Cause I feel like that is something I probably have you know, dealt with and maybe it's been, you know, I, I've been super aware of it that when I am kind of faced with a, a time where I'm, where I am, might, might be hypercritical or, or want to hate on a certain situation. And, um, I just try, like, sometimes I'll, I'll get it out of my system when yeah. I'm talking with somebody or, or complain about something and then afterwards, I realize I don't really feel any better. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want that to become my life either, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I get that. Totally, yeah. And it's like, you know, we are human. So normally, normally that is just something that, that we kind of do. Um, you know, we, we look at something and we want to kind of criticize it in, in ways. And so it's like, 
it can kind of go that direction, especially if you're looking at, you know, fitness pages, fitness Instagram pages. And so, you know, if I, if I look at pages and I see them talking about something that is completely inaccurate as far as like from a scientific level, if they're talking about nutrition or if they're talking about like certain types of ways to grow your biceps and it's just kind of goofy. Then, yeah. You know, when, when I first got into fitness, I was, um, you know, I didn't really have an understanding of it, but once I got an understanding of it, I kind of took on this mentality to be, um, more hypercritical of it, more argumentative of it, where I would want to start fights with, with people or, or make people feel bad about not knowing the answer. So if I go out to a restaurant and, you know, I, I order like a plate of French fries and somebody who's doing a low carb diet is like, Hey, carbs are bad for you. Why are you eating that? And then I understood kind of how carbohydrates work in your body uh, from like a scientific perspective. And then I just totally just made fun of them just being like, Oh, you're, you know, you're so dumb. You don't know anything about this or whatever. I, I got into that idea of the idea of myself where I was like, I, you know, you want to kind of stomp people with your knowledge. And it's like, that doesn't really do anything either. People are just going to yeah. see you guy that just kind of butts in on, on, on certain topics and nobody nobody's going to want to be around that guy if he's always trying to criticize what you say or think he's you know holier than than you are and so um you know i've, I've really tried to to stop that from happening because i think when you know you have to cover every base of your life you know you can't just be pushing um for improvement in, in one area and then letting all these other areas kind of drift to the side right i don't want to be you know, I don't want to be a guy who's on the podcast being super empowering and super encouraging to people. But then in a conversation that we have, you know, at a show and you just hear me like dogging on things, then you're yeah. just like, he's, he's kind of pushing against, you know. Yeah, like, I, I totally get that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how I look at it right now. I mean, it's, it's really hard. I think you have to be able to walk that because there's a lot of stuff out there that I would love to just, you know, make fun of or whatever. But it's just, at the end of the day, it's like somebody could be looking at my information and doing the same thing to me. So, and I would hate that. Honestly, I would hate if somebody was doing that to me. So I have to think about it. I don't really want to do it to them, you know? Yeah. So I hope, I hope that answers your question. No, no, I think it does. And I think you, you also, I, you, you just give these like really, really nice, like um, just, just really well-rounded answers that kind of just show where you, you. are. Thank and they're you. really mature and they're really great. Um, and just kind of, this is kind of going off of, you know, me, Michael and Jake, we're all on like these kind of like different areas of fitness where I'm like, like now just trying to use quarantine to really try to get active. Um, you know, Jake's mm -hmm. had a career in, in martial arts and, you know, and Michael is also, you know, pretty active, but obviously, you know, we're not, at the same kind of level that you are and I guess like kind of with someone who's kind of starting a, a like a fitness journey like what advice would you kind of uh, give someone um so especially right now I think you kind of um open the door for yourself by creating a habit right because it's it is the time the quarantine we talked about it we have plenty of time to be able yeah. to do these things and to build habits and so um, I think if you're somebody who, um, you know, uh, Jake being doing martial arts and stuff, that's kind of 
that's who he's been. So like, I think probably doing other fitness activity or physical related activities is probably going to become fairly simple to him. Cause I think he was already talking about how he was getting to a point where he was in a sense overtraining. So I yeah. think that that's probably instilled in his, in, in his behavior. Um, Michael, he said that you're pretty active as well. Um, but I think that um, like anything, you know, we've talked about, it's about setting your, setting your goals to be realistic. All right. So what do you have? Um, you know, obviously there, it's hard to have goals right now because it's hard to see what tomorrow's going to be like, because there is so much uncertainty. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think you, again, you need to evaluate, um, or kind of change your goals to fit more of your environment. So if you are saying, I would like to get out and be more active and that, that just, that just comes down to you going out and walking around and, and uh, you know, more cardiovascular activity by just going and, and going on hikes or whatever it is you can do right now. Um, you know, I think my advice is just, um, you know, one, be realistic, kind of have a goal that, that fits within, that's realistic within this current environment, okay? So it's like, even for myself, I've had to adapt my training to fit, and I have, like, I have no dumbbells, I have no gym equipment, I have, like, basically household items, like water jugs, backpacks that yeah. fill with weight so i'm having to improvise and adapt to that scenario um and it's been fairly easy but it's also been very very challenging because it's hard to be motivated in your own household when i know i've got call of duty calling my name or i've got all these <laughs> other things attracting me right and yeah. so i think my my biggest thing is just you know what do you, what do you want to accomplish? Do you want to get stronger? Especially if you're a beginner right now, you have such a good opportunity to, to actually make progress because, you know, we tend to think that a gym is the only place where you can make progress. Whereas your, your body can respond to such um, like a minor stimulus. And so, you know, if you got down and decided to give yourself, Hey, you know, I'd like to improve my body composition. I would just say, all right, do some body weight squats, maybe some lunges and some pushups. And, like if you do that consistently for, you know, the, the remaining amount in quarantine, like you're going to see a physical difference. Like that's how well your body responds. And so understanding my environment here for myself in particular, I understand that, that to be able to retain muscle is, is a much simpler process. Um, you know, we, we, again, I don't have dumbbells. I don't have a barbell. So those, aren't necessarily limitations for me because I understand that that gravity is gravity and tension is tension. So if I yeah. do a bicep curl with a backpack in my hand, it's like my, my bicep doesn't know that it's not a dumbbell and it's not like, oh, this isn't a dumbbell. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to grow because this isn't this isn't a dumbbell. You know, it's, it's instead, it's like, oh, this is tension. I'm being put under weight right now. I need to adapt to that stress, basically. Um, so this is a long, I keep getting long uh, response to these questions, but I'm just saying, you know, be realistic about what your goals are. Um, you have certain weight around your house that you can use that's that's safe. Yeah. Um, start implementing those. And there's, there's so much information out there right now just about home workouts. Obviously, if you guys have questions about workouts, you can definitely ask me. But you know, this is a good time to do it. And it's not, it's not as, as hard. So sorry about that. Um, you know, that's your, that's your first step. 
It's just, yeah. it's just saying, Hey, I'm going to try this for you know two to three, um, you know, two to three days per week. No. And um, then just go from there. And then in that, you know, give yourself a rep range, something that is realistic, right? So if you're going to give yourself push-ups and you can only do 10 push-ups, say, I'm going to try to do 10 push-ups and the next week I'm going to shoot for 12, the remaining three weeks or whatever it is we have another month or two months or whatever it is that it might be. If you do that, you'd be surprised on how much progress you're going to make. And so it doesn't have to be overly, overly complicated, but you do have to, you know, you do have to, to adapt it to your environment. I would also say that, you know, when it comes to time management right now, you, you, you have time, you have to balance it around your school, but you also have distractions. And so you are at home all day. You have, um, you know, like I mentioned video games or TV, yeah, even scrolling on social media, then I would say, you know, like implement that in your day and just say after school, or before school, because I think when you're in school, you already have kind of a, I, I'm, I'm here to do some work mentality um, and maybe take like a 30 minute break just to eat something or whatever, and then do your workouts. Maybe try to, to structure them together. That may be easier. If not, then just say, you know, I'm going to do school um, this time. And then I'm going to have like a two hour break to kind of do whatever I want and then come back and work out later. You just kind of develop it around your own schedule, your own lifestyle and just go from there. So I hope that kind of answers. No, I, no, I know. And I, and I think you, you made a really good point. I'm, I've heard a lot of people, um, especially even my own parents talking about how they really struggle with like nights bleeding into, you know, with, with days and nights just kind of bleeding in together and them uh, just really yeah. struggling to, to kind of hold everything, you know, be productive, but feel healthy. And, and it's only really just now that they've, uh, begun to focus on like um, you know so they're journalists and they're and they're trying to be like we're gonna write for like this amount of time and then we're gonna go like go for a walk ourselves and then we're gonna go take the dog for a walk and like we're gonna go do like all this stuff and then we're gonna come back to it and then we're gonna be done by 10 um, and and it's a uh, no but it, you're I mean you're totally right and I and I'm just totally thinking of how you know, just seeing that idea kind of play out in. Yeah, exactly. Be excited about it. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see people, uh, self-improve. Yeah, it is. And and the the thing is, is that we all don't know how to work with this, especially if you're somebody who's not used to being at home, right? Like there was, they're kind of, it's weird because we're living in this sort of time where time doesn't necessarily exist. It's, it's exactly like over the weekend, I would normally know, oh, this is Saturday and Sunday, but i didn't even realize that yesterday was Sunday, you know, another weekday for me. And so you have to, you know, nobody knows the answer right now. It's just about doing, and then eventually you're going to find it. Yeah. And it kind of feels like when you were like a kid in like summer vacation and you just like had no concept of time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) like I remember like ask my mom, like what days and she'd be like Tuesday and I'd be shocked. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. All right. Um, I have something to add to that. Um, I think for getting the ball rolling is something that's really important that you touched on Christian and what's helped in, in my past with training that I like to offer to other people is 
there, there's several points, but I'd say definitely while they kind of just are, are already leaving my brain, mm-hmm. start early and like let it be like the first thing you do in the morning is some kind of physical activity. Because at this point, I think a lot of people have heard that it's been scientifically proven. I don't, I don't have this. Someone fact checked me. Um, but you get most of your work done in like the first like couple hours of the day. Yeah. Um, and then you'll lose that productivity. So why not hit the physical activity first thing while it's a change in your environment? Like you're going from sleep to the waking moment, and then. It, it's literally a snowball effect. This is what I've found over time is that if I make my first act some kind of physical activity just to get my blood flowing, it becomes momentum. And I just go faster and faster and faster throughout the day and I can do more and I feel better. And typically, like the way I fight stress in tough moments and anxiety is through some kind of physical activity which is why even like in moments while we're doing this podcast i will stand up and do something foolish to the average person but it's me uh like keeping myself focused it's it's how i recenter myself and so to really wrap things up in in a nice ball let it be like something to motivate you and build the momentum but have a reason why you do it. It's not just the goals as, as important as they are eventually with time. And from my own experience, you forget why you're doing it. So Mm -hmm. it's important to remember your reason for your goal, Uh, whether it be like summer bod, which you could, you could say right now during the coronavirus, it's spring break currently 2020. Um, you got a couple months to prepare or for me, it's all about just like, do I feel good? Nope. Let's do like a hundred jumping jacks. I'll feel better for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next thing I know I'm in the gym and I'm trying to hit the weights as hard as I can. Yeah. So That's no, super yeah. good. Yeah. Great points. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I have another question. Um, so I know that you're um, a big superhero fan. You know, I know that you're a big fan of of Batman. We're, you know, we're, you know, we're doing these inter, you know, we're doing these inter, we're doing this interview right now, and we're doing other interviews. But we're um, a, a podcast primarily about role playing games, and you know, and mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm a big, if you know this game at all, but I'm a big fan of like Warhammer 40k, and I kind of identify. And I've kind of found a lot of um, stuff in, I, like I've I've kind of been able to grow as a person, kind of through this hobby and through like this interest that I have. And I'm wondering, like, do do you kind of, um, like, do you kind of have like the same sort of reaction that I do with like the with how you relate to superheroes like Batman? It's kind of one hundred percent. No, no, I think that's a wonderful question. I, I think um, I, I absolutely do. I, I like I have such a love for comic books and superheroes specifically in, in film and things yeah. like that. So I know exactly because it's the different side of things. It's almost like a, a form of escapism, but in not a way that I mean, it can be kind of go in a, in a negative direction, but 
um, you know, I think that there's a level of joy that's involved with it that I would like when you read these things and you find enjoyment out of it. And um, I don't know, I totally, I totally get it on that level in the sense that like, you know, not only is it like to, I, I have a passion for like fitness and, and then music and stuff, but like on a different creative level, just about music and I mean, I'm sorry, uh, film and comics. And it's yeah. like, like I have, such a desire to like want to create those too. And so like, even on this time um, that I've been like during the quarantine, like one of the goals that I think for myself has been writing more and um, like writing uh, screenplays and, uh, and like comic books and scripts and stuff, because it's yeah. like, that's, that's an area of my life that I would love to do while those are, that's kind of what we talked about earlier about how do you know if a goal is, is sort of unattainable and that's one of those goals that you look at that's like wow if you ever had a book that's been published or if you ever made a movie or whatever it is like those are things that seem like they're very far away but i have a deep passion in those things and a love for those things that it causes me causes me to be want to want to be creative in that but yeah i mean like not even just being creative about it it's just something about you know it, it's just a it's just a, a love for that it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain like how we connect yeah. to these things personally. Like I, you know, I look about how I connect with, you know, these characters and, and the characteristics of the characters, right? If you look at Batman, he's a guy that just has, you know, this, this determination level or this willpower that just kind of transcends that was kind of born out of the worst experience of his life. Right. It kind of, he pushed himself to this ultimate level to be, you know, the best of the best where he basically is, you know, he's human, but yet he's like, you know, they refer to him as like either the, the, um, he's like the smartest man. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? And so like, to me, that's like a really cool thing that, that you can kind of grasp from and you have like kind of this love for that character because of that. And I think I relate to him so much, not necessarily because that's how I would want myself to be, but I just, I don't know. It's just something so cool about, about, um, you know, a guy that, that, is willing to find a solution to every problem, no matter what the problem is. And so I totally get that. I haven't, do I haven't dove into um, like tabletop gaming yet. Yeah. Um, I, I would go to Dragon's Lair here in Austin, uh, which is like a comic shop. And it also has like board games and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, on, on pretty much every night they have people playing games and stuff and I've like wanted to dive into it but I just haven't had like the time or kind of I guess the uh the time yet to really dive in and learn because I'm, I'm I've heard of Warhammer before um, yeah but yeah that's no it's mind. a it's so, a pretty crazy hobby it's it's um it's really fun but um, no, I mean, I definitely know what you mean by comics. I used to be a really big fan of the uh, 90s Vertigo comics, and I kind of found myself, rest in peace to Vertigo, by the yeah. way, that when they closed, I was so sad, but I remember yeah, relating a lot to, um, to like, the um, Hellblazer comics. I'm not sure if you ever read those. Yeah, with uh, John Constantine. Yeah, yeah, and, and I remember... Um, like this idea of like this dude who's not really like the best person, but is ultimately just trying to do the right thing. Right. Even yeah. if he does fail a lot. I remember for the longest, and I know it's like super edgy to admit that, but I remember for the longest time me really relating to that on a, on like a really personal level. For and sure. I really found my, and I 
really just and and I just really just related to just uh, so much of the vertigo stuff just like that I just really felt like all those guys were with their characters were really speaking to me even if it was from a bit of an edgelord perspective yeah I mean but like if you break down what vertigo was I mean vertigo was like more adult like storytelling yeah you know, more mainstream, like, DC comics, it's, you know, Batman has struggles, but they're just kind of, like, they're normal struggles. They're not necessarily, like, they're, they're like, certain, like, a villain is coming to town and is about to destroy a city, and he lost everything, right? It's, like, that kind of struggle, but then if you look at, like, Vertigo, which is more adult, it's it has to do with, yeah. like, more realistic, real-life things that sometimes isn't always, um, you know, it's meant for older audiences because some of these characters deal with, like, alcohol addiction or drug addiction or whatever kind of, there's more, like, murder involved. It's more graphic, right? And so yeah. Yo, sometimes yeah. that okay. kind of exposes more... Um, yeah and it's more storytelling too you know it's not it's not super kitty it's it's kind of i don't know it has a serious more serious tone to it no no question uh on that what's up no i'm sorry jake what was your okay uh, i was gonna say or ask uh here it is (laughs) um i was gonna ask if you've ever trained anyone um kind of around this idea to aspire to to like a superhero for example or something that they look up to um for example um i was really obsessed with adventure time in high school and well still kind of am Mm -hmm. but the reason i am now is because i feel like i took a lot of the ideals and just as simple as like the show may look from the outside, mm-hmm. they deal with like a lot of themes, but I just loved like the passion and family between the main characters and their need or want to, to do good. And I just, I found a way to embody that, but not like, of course, in like any fanatic mm-hmm. sort of way. And it, it becomes like a mantra. And I was wondering if, you, if you've ever been able to train anybody or, or thought ha- about training someone with this sort of look to your heroes and see if you can embody this mantra in your training. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I don't think I've had, um, like, I, 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 I try to think back about it and I'm like, I don't think I've had anybody that I've been able to, to talk on that level with because when you like comics, like not everybody is a super huge, like comic book fan. Right. And if I started to bring sure. up comics, some people may be like, this guy's kind of a nerd. Um, and it's weird too, because, you know, I've had people that I've worked with that I tell them, Hey, I'm, I love comic books. And they're like, really? You're like a personal trainer. Like that doesn't make sense. Like the gym and comic books and like nerd culture, like don't, that doesn't like coincide with each yeah. other. And so, um, I haven't been, you know, I haven't, I haven't been able to do that just yet, but that's, that would be something I think would be really awesome to, to do, to be able to just say, Hey, you know, let's look at this character and let's see if we can, you know, aim to be like how they are. Cause if, you know, they relate to somebody, they all have that same kind of message. It's like, 
doing the best they can with what they have, you know? So I think there's, there is, it's, there's, it's totally relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I totally actually think this even takes us to one of our later questions that we have here. Um, and that's about getting vulnerable. And this is sort of a way to connect with people like the, the people you may train or those around you and even with yourself whenever you are trying to improve. Um, how do you deal with your present struggles and anxieties mm. right now and like coming to recognize that? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. If you're open to talking about it. No, 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 that's, yeah, that's huge because I'm like, all right, let me think about how, you know, let me put it into practice because that's kind of, that's kind of this journey that I've been on for the last year, basically, which is like, um, you know, diving into myself in, 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 in kind of in every aspect. Cause I think what's important is, you know, you have to understand yourself on, on every level. Um, and sometimes that requires you to look at areas that you may, um, you know, you don't want to look at, you have to kind of shine light on some darker areas on how you deal with things. You have to, um, sort of confront these fears or anxieties that you have and maybe break down the roots of why they're there in the first place. And I think, um, that's some things, you know, I had to learn that really hard last year, um, with just going through some really, 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 really tough times and you know there were some areas that i thought were strengths of mine that kind of turned out to be weaknesses and when you learn that it's just it kind of puts you that much further behind in in your journey of of trying to better yourself and so i think um for me it's just you know you have to learn how to be um i don't know i mean you 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 can't think that you know everything in this in this process, you have to be willing to learn and you have to be willing to, um, to kind of observe how things are and, and listen to people. And, you know, I, there's areas in my life that I would really, you know, um, succeed in, but then other areas that would kind of go the opposite direction. And there were areas that I needed to work on, you know, with, in relationships with, with my fiance, you know, she would always, we'd always come back to the same conversation of, Hey, you know, you're always constantly saying things like this that may make me feel bad or whatever it is you have to. And that's an area that, you know, I would just try to put off to the side and say, yeah, I promise you I'm going to work on it. But it's like, am I really going to work on it? I have to be able to expose, you know, my, um, I have to expose those areas. And, and, and a lot of them are, it's, it's kind of a sensitive topic. You know, it's like a, it's like when you're, when you're looking at these, these, the roots of your fear of your anxiety, um, you know, sometimes they, they were buried there for a long time. They're buried there since we were young, you know, you, you don't realize how many, you know, characteristics you have that are based off of kind of fearful situations that happened when you were a kid, you know, and it's like, um, and especially with me, when I, when I decided I want to lose a lot of weight, I had to kind of look at a bunch of areas in my life and, and know that, you know, these were, these were the areas that led me to where I am in the first place. And I know I need to start like cutting those out. And so, um, I don't know, I think just being willing to learn, um, and willing to also have compassion for yourself. Um, because I think, again, we talked about 
uh, a little earlier when you're when you're on the journey to self of self improvement. Um, sometimes you can push it in the opposite direction where you become overly critical on yourself. And when you're in a position to start pinpointing areas that you feel might be weaknesses, um, like certain anxieties you have or, or areas in which you need to grow, sometimes you can, you can kind of put yourself down in those areas and that'll kind of just put you back further. But I think you just, you have to get to a point where you can, be patient with yourself. You have compassion over yourself, like a certain kind of grace to where you know that, um, you know, I, I mentioned uh, before about this, like having a love for yourself. And, and I think true self-love is um, loving yourself enough to know you need to change and loving yourself enough to see these areas that could be improved. Um, now dealing with like anxiety, uh, I see the timer. It says that there's like four minutes. I don't know if, if we yeah, need to. No, um, sorry. You were just kind of trying to like, it was really good. Let me like, I don't, I was trying to be the clock. Yeah. Um, no, I, I can definitely, um, end, end the meeting and I think we've actually kind of reached like a, like a pretty good spot to kind of stop up, but you know, next meeting, yeah. this will, be like 10 minutes and we can just wrap you know we can just kind of wrap up everything does that sure. sound good to you guys yeah yeah right, cool. cool uh your mic can you hear me yeah i can hear you now all right, all right. we are back we are just waiting for jake but while we're doing that um Sorry, we have some uh, notes actually. Oh, and Jake is here too. Um, Jake, do you want to? Jake, do you want to ask some uh, questions so we don't cut you out? Uh, yeah. Thanks. Is uh, everybody here? Everyone's Am here. I We're recording. Yay! All right. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to add to that. Um, those last two questions that there's a there's a lot of self awareness in that. And that's something that I've learned a lot in my uh, in the last three years, I think, especially as I was doing martial arts training. And I was having a really, really tough uh, mental and emotional journey. And the things that helped me most through that were, surprisingly enough, just writing in a journal every day and I I was pretty awful at it in the beginning so if anyone decides to try it it's okay if like it doesn't work out too much but it gives you so much relief and also aids in how productive you can be and you'll figure out just what's too ambitious and what exactly you do really need to get done and it's it, it's the perfect way to balance the and see it like visually in front of you um, the balance between what you need as an individual that brings you joy in life, and then what you need to get done to progress and feel satisfaction with whatever you're chasing or trying to get through at the time. And for me, that was just in some ways surviving day to day. Um, through like a lot of physical stuff because I had like, well, I was really, 
uh, I had big aspirations to <laughs> get my black belt. And that just, I, I forced myself to train anytime I had free time. And that actually wasn't a good thing. And I really felt some consequences from that. So I encourage people to take a look at, like for a lot of our audience, it's going to be school. Are you thinking about yourself in there? Or yeah. is there a little bit too much of um, just trying to be productive and check all the boxes? Because just because you have a lot of boxes to check and you're getting them all isn't always a good thing. So, well no, said. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm so sorry, but I have a, Jake, you kind of made a, 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 an interesting question. You made a, you kind of raised the point, I mean, of uh, self-awareness. And Christian, I kind of want to ask you about that. You kind of talked about in the um, inspiration versus comparison episode, you, you know, the newest episode um, on your podcast, it kind of about um, looking at social media and like all these fitness accounts and, and, and I was just kind of wondering if you could kind of speak on like, you know, as a personal trainer, as someone who you know, who does a podcast about bettering himself, who does music about bettering oneself, like what don't you want to, like, what do you think like sucks when it comes to the world of self-improvement? Like what can, like, what do you just want to like hate on? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point or a good question, I guess. I, it's very interesting because that is something that we all kind of deal with where we, we kind of look and we over evaluate certain things or we want to be hypercritical of certain things and um so like yeah then you when you are i think when you're like hyper aware of always wanting to be you know improving upon yourself sometimes that becomes to, to the point where you can almost take it the opposite direction yeah you know you can be hypercritical of certain situations um especially of yourself you can be hypercritical of um you know, if I, if I lay out all these goals for myself to accomplish, uh, then, you know, I may, and if I don't follow through on them, then it's like, even though I was being productive and laying out goals, but if I, you know, don't follow through on them and then I just come back and be hypercritical of, of my failure or whatever to act on those goals, then I can, you know, that can push me in the wrong direction. Um, but in your question, do you mean like when I look at like certain Instagram pages and do I want to be critical of those pages or is that, is that where you're kind of going at? I, I just kind of meant like, um, I guess sort of, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Instagram and social media or even just like in, in general, um, it is, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean like that's, that's a good question. Cause I feel like that is something I probably have you know, dealt with and maybe it's been, you know, I, I've been super aware of it that when I am kind of faced with a, a time where I'm, where I am, might, might be hypercritical or, or want to hate on a certain situation. And, um, I just try, like, sometimes I'll, I'll get it out of my system when yeah. I'm talking with somebody or, or complain about something and then afterwards I realize I don't really feel any better. And I'm like, Oh God, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want that to become my life either. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I get that. 
Totally. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we are human. So normally, normally that is just something that, that we kind of do. Um, you know, we, we look at something and we want to kind of criticize it in, in ways. And so it's like, you can kind of go that direction, especially if you're looking at, you know, fitness pages, fitness, Instagram pages. And so, you know, if I, if I look at pages and I see them talking about something that is completely inaccurate as far as like from a scientific level, if they're talking about nutrition or if they're talking about like certain types of ways to grow your biceps and it's just kind of goofy. Then, yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when I first got into fitness, I was, um, you know, I didn't really have an understanding of it, but once I got an understanding of it, I kind of took on this mentality to be, um, more hypercritical of it, more argumentative of it, where I would want to start fights with, with people or, or make people feel bad about not knowing the answer. So if I go out to a restaurant and, you know, I, I order like a plate of French fries and somebody who's doing a low carb diet is like, Hey, carbs are bad for you. Why are you eating that? And then I understood kind of how carbohydrates work in your body uh, from like a scientific perspective. And then I just totally just made fun of them just being like, Oh, you're, you know, you're so dumb. You don't know anything about this or whatever. I, I got into that idea, the idea of myself where I was like, I, you know, you want to kind of stomp people with your knowledge. And it's like, that doesn't really do anything either. People are just going to yeah. see you guy that just kind of butts in on, on, on certain topics and nobody, nobody's going to want to be around that guy. If he's always trying to criticize what you say or think he's, you know, holier than, than you are. And so, um, you know, I've, I've really tried to, to stop that from happening. Cause I think when, you know, you have to cover every base of your life, you know, you can't just be pushing, um, for improvement in, in one area and then letting all these other areas kind of drift to the side. Right. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be a guy who's on the podcast being super empowering and super encouraging to people, but then in a conversation that we have, you know, at a show and you just hear me like dogging on things, then you're yeah. just like, he's, he's kind of pushing against, you know. Yeah, like, I, I totally get that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of how I look at it right now. I mean, it's, it's really hard. I think you have to be able to walk that because there's a lot of stuff out there that I would love to just, you know, make fun of or whatever, but it's just, at the end of the day, it's like somebody could be looking at my information and doing the same thing to me. So, and I would hate that. Honestly, I would hate if somebody was doing that to me. So I have to think about it. I don't really want to do it to them, you know? Yeah. So I hope, I hope that answers your question. No, no, I think it does. And I think you, you also, I, you, you just give these like really, really nice, like um, just, just really well-rounded answers that kind of just show where you, you. are. Thank and they're you. really mature and they're really great. Um, and just kind of, this is kind of going off of, you know, me, Michael and Jake, we're all on like these kind of like different areas of fitness where I'm like, like now just trying to use quarantine to really try to get active. Um, you know, Jake's mm -hmm. had a career in, in martial arts and, you know, and Michael is also, you know, pretty active, but obviously, you know, we're not, at the same kind of level that you are. And I guess like kind of with someone who's kind of starting a, a like a fitness journey, like what advice would you kind of uh, give someone? Um, so especially right now, I think you kind of um, open the door for yourself by creating a habit, right? Because it's, it is the time the quarantine, we talked about it. We have plenty of time to be able yeah. to do these things and to build habits. And so 
Um, I think if you're somebody who, um, you know, uh, Jake being doing martial arts and stuff, that's kind of, that's who he's been. So like, I think probably doing other fitness activity or physical related activities is probably going to become fairly simple to him. Cause I think he was already talking about how he was getting to a point where he was in a sense overtraining. So I yeah. think that that's probably instilled in his, in, in his behavior. Um, Michael, he said that you're pretty active as well. Um, but I think that, um, like anything, you know, we've talked about, it's about setting your, setting your goals to be realistic. All right. So what do you have? Um, you know, obviously there, it's hard to have goals right now because it's hard to see what tomorrow's going to be like, because there is so much uncertainty. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think you, again, you need to evaluate, um, or kind of change your goals to fit more of your environment. So if you are saying, I would like to get out and be more active and that, that just, that just, comes down to you going out and walking around and, and uh, you know, more cardiovascular activity by just going and, and going on hikes or whatever it is you can do right now. Um, you know, I think my advice is just, um, you know, one, be realistic, kind of have a goal that, that fits within, that's realistic within this current environment. Okay. So it's like, even for myself, I've had to adapt my training to fit. And I have like, I have no dumbbells. I have no gym equipment. I have like basically household items like water jugs, backpacks that yeah. I fill with weight. So I'm having to improvise and adapt to that scenario. Um, and it's been fairly easy, but it's also been very, very challenging because it's hard to be motivated in your own household when I know I've got Call of Duty calling my name or I've got all these <laughs> other things distracting me right and yeah. so i think my my biggest thing is just you know what do you what do you want to accomplish do you want to get stronger especially if you're a beginner right now you have such a good opportunity to, to actually make progress because you know we tend to think that a gym is the only place where you can make progress whereas your your body can respond to such um like a minor stimulus and so you know, if you got down and decided to give yourself, Hey, you know, I'd like to improve my body composition. I would just say, all right, do some body weight squats, maybe some lunges and some push-ups." And like, if you do that consistently for, you know, the, the remaining amount in quarantine, like you're going to see a physical difference. Like that's how well your body responds. And so understanding my environment here for myself in particular, I understand that, that, to be able to retain muscle is, is a much simpler process. Um, you know, we, we, again, I don't have dumbbells. I don't have a barbell. So those aren't necessarily limitations for me because I understand that, that gravity is gravity and tension is tension. So if I do a bicep curl with a backpack in my hand, it's like my, my bicep doesn't know that it's, not a dumbbell and it's not like oh this isn't a dumbbell i'm not going to you know i'm not going to grow because this isn't this isn't a dumbbell you know it's it's instead it's like oh this is tension i'm being put under weight right now and i need to adapt to that stress basically um and so this is a long i keep getting long uh, response to these questions but i'm just saying you know, be realistic about what your goals are. Um, you have certain weight around your house that you can use. That's, that's safe. Yeah. Um, start implementing those. And there's, there's so much information out there right now, just about home workouts. Obviously, if you guys have questions about workouts, you can definitely ask me, but 
you know, this is a good time to do it. And it's not, it's not as, as hard. So sorry about that. Um, you know, that's your, that's your first step. It's just, yeah. it's just saying, Hey, I'm going to try this for you know, two to three, um, you know, two to three days per week. No. And um, then just go from there. And then in that, you know, give yourself a rep range, something that is realistic, right? So if you're going to give yourself push-ups and you can only do 10 push-ups, say I'm going to try to do 10 push-ups and the next week I'm going to shoot for 12, the remaining three weeks or whatever it is we have another month or two months or whatever it is that it might be. If you do that, you'd be surprised on how much progress you're going to make. And so it doesn't have to be overly, overly complicated, but you do have to, you know, you do have to, to adapt it to your environment. I would also say that, you know, when it comes to time management right now, you, you, you have time, you have to balance it around your school, but you also have distractions. And so you are at home all day. You have, um, you know, like I mentioned video games or TV, yeah, even scrolling on social media, then I would say, you know, like implement that in your day and just say after school, or before school, because I think when you're in school, you already have kind of a, I, I'm, I'm here to do some work mentality um, and maybe take like a 30 minute break just to eat something or whatever, and then do your workouts. Maybe try to, to structure them together. That may be easier. If not, then just say, you know, I'm going to do school um, this time. And then I'm going to have like a two hour break to kind of do whatever I want and then come back and work out later. You just kind of develop it around your own schedule, your own lifestyle and just go from there. So I hope that kind of answers. No, I, no, I know. And I, and I think you, you made a really good point. I'm, I've heard a lot of people, um, especially even my own parents talking about how they really struggle with like nights bleeding into, you know, with, with days and nights just kind of bleeding in together and them uh, just really yeah. struggling to, to kind of hold everything, you know, be productive, but feel healthy. And, and it's only really just now that they've, uh, begun to focus on like um, you know so they're journalists and they're and they're trying to be like we're gonna write for like this amount of time and then we're gonna go like go for a walk ourselves and then we're gonna go take the dog for a walk and like we're gonna go do like all this stuff and then we're gonna come back to it and then we're gonna be done by 10 um, and and it's a uh, no but it, you're I mean you're totally right and I and I'm just totally thinking of how you know, just seeing that idea kind of play out in. Yeah, exactly. Be excited about it. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see people uh, self improve. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And and the the thing is, is that we all don't know how to work with this, especially if you're somebody who's not used to being at home, right? Like there was, they're kind of, it's weird because we're living in this sort of time where time doesn't necessarily exist. It's, it's exactly like over the weekend, I would normally know, oh, this is Saturday and Sunday, but i didn't even realize that yesterday was Sunday, you know, another weekday for me. And so you have to, you know, nobody knows the answer right now. It's just about doing, and then eventually you're going to find it. Yeah. And it kind of feels like when you were like a kid in like summer vacation and you just like had no concept of time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) like I remember like ask my mom, like what days and she'd be like Tuesday and I'd be shocked. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. All right. Um, I have something to add to that. Um, I think for getting the ball rolling is something that's really important that you touched on Christian and what's helped in, in my 
past with training that I like to offer to other people is there, there's several points, but I'd say definitely while they kind of just are, are already leaving my brain, mm-hmm. start early and like let it be like the first thing you do in the morning is some kind of physical activity. Because at this point, I think a lot of people have heard that it's been scientifically proven. I don't, I don't have this. Someone fact checked me. Um, but you get most of your work done in like the first like couple hours of the day. Yeah. Um, and then you'll lose that productivity. So why not hit the physical activity first thing while it's a change in your environment? Like you're going from sleep to the waking moment and then it, it's literally a snowball effect. This is what I've found over time is that if I make my first act, some kind of physical activity just to get my blood flowing, it becomes momentum. And I just go faster and faster and faster throughout the day and I can do more and I feel better. And typically like the way I fight stress in tough moments and anxiety is through some kind of physical activity, which is why even like in moments while we're doing this podcast, I will stand up and do something foolish to the average person, but it's me, uh, like keeping myself focused. It's, it's how I recenter myself. And so to really wrap things up in, in a nice ball, let it be like something to motivate you and build the momentum but have a reason why you do it. It's not just the goals as, as important as they are eventually with time. And from my own experience, you forget why you're doing it. So Mm -hmm. it's important to remember your reason for your goal, Uh, whether it be like summer bod, which you could, you could say right now during the coronavirus, it's spring break currently 2020, um, you got a couple months to prepare or for me, it's all about just like, do I feel good? Nope. Let's do like a hundred jumping jacks. I'll feel better for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next thing I know I'm in the gym and I'm trying to hit the weights as hard as I can. Yeah. So that's no, super yeah. good. Yeah. Great points. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I have another question. Um, so I know that you're um, a big superhero fan. You know, I know that you're a big fan of of Batman. We're, you know, we're, you know, we're doing these inter, you know, we're doing these inter, we're doing this interview right now, and we're doing other interviews. But we're um, a, a podcast primarily about role playing games, and you know, and I'm a big fan of. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm a big, if you know this game at all, but I'm a big fan of like Warhammer 40k, and I kind of identify. And I've kind of found a lot of um, stuff in, I, like I've I've kind of been able to grow as a person, kind of through this hobby and through like this interest that I have. And I'm wondering, like, do do you kind of, um, like, do you kind of have like the same sort of reaction that I do with like the with how you relate to superheroes like Batman? It's kind of one hundred percent. No, no, I think that's a wonderful question. I, I think um, I, I absolutely do. I, I like I have such a love for comic books and superheroes specifically in, in film and things yeah. like that. So I know exactly because it's 
the different side of things. It's almost like a, a form of escapism, but in not a way that, I mean, it can be kind of go in a, in a negative direction, but um, you know, I think that there's a level of joy that's involved with it that I would like when you read these things and you find enjoyment out of it. And um, I don't know, I totally, I totally get it on that level in the sense that like, you know, not only is it like to, I have a passion for like fitness and, and then music and stuff, but like on a different creative level, just about music and I mean, I'm sorry, uh, film and comics. And it's yeah. like, like I have such a desire to like want to create those too. And so like, even on this time um, that I've been like during the quarantine, like one of the goals that I think for myself has been writing more and um, like writing uh, screenplays and uh and like comic books and scripts and stuff because it's yeah. like that that's an area of my life that i would love to do while those are that's kind of what we talked about earlier about how do you know if a goal is is sort of unattainable and that's one of those goals that you look at that's like wow if you ever had a book that's been published or if you ever made a movie or whatever it is like those are things that seem like they're very far away but i have a deep passion in those things and a love for those things that it causes me, causes me to be want to want to be creative in that but yeah i mean like not even just being creative about it it's just something about you know it, it's just a it's just a, a love for that it's, it's it's kind of hard to explain like how we connect yeah. to these things personally like i you know, i look about how i connect with you know these characters and, and the characteristics of the characters right if you look at batman he's a guy that just has you know, this, this determination level or this willpower that just kind of transcends that was kind of born out of the worst experience of his life, right? It kind of, he pushed himself to this ultimate level to be, you know, the best of the best where he basically is, you know, he's human, but yet he's like, you know, they refer to him as like either the, the, um, he's like the smartest man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like, to me, that's like a really cool thing that that you can kind of grasp from and you have like kind of this love for that character because of that. And I think I relate to him so much, not necessarily because that's how I would want myself to be, but I just, I don't know, it's just something so cool about, about um, you know, a guy that that is willing to find a solution to every problem, no matter what the problem is. And so I totally get that. I haven't, do I haven't dove into um, like tabletop gaming yet. Yeah. Um, I, I would go to Dragon's Lair here in Austin, uh, which is like a comic shop. And it also has like board games and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, on, on pretty much every night they have people playing games and stuff. And I've like wanted to dive into it, but I just haven't had like the time or kind of, I guess the, uh, the time yet to really dive in and learn. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm I've heard of Warhammer before, um, yeah. but yeah that's no it's a it's a pretty crazy hobby it's it's um it's really fun but um no i mean i definitely know what you mean by comics i used to be a really big fan of the uh, 90s vertigo comics and i kind of found myself rest in peace to vertigo by the way that when they closed i was so sad but i remember relating a lot to um to like the um hellblazer comics i'm not sure if you ever read those yeah, with uh, John Constantine. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember, um, like, this idea of, like, this dude who's not really, like, the best person, but is ultimately just trying to do the right thing. Right. Even yeah. if he does fail a lot. I remember for the longest 
And I know it's like super edgy to admit that, but I remember for the longest time me really relating to that on a, on like a really personal level. For and sure. I really found my, and I really just, and, and I just really just related to just oh, so much of the vertigo stuff, just like that. I just really felt like all those guys were with their characters were really speaking to me, even if it was definitely well, coming from a bit of an edgelord perspective. No, I mean, but like, if you break down what Vertigo was, I mean, Vertigo was like more adult, like storytelling, yeah. right? If you, like, you know, more mainstream, like DC comics, it's, you know, Batman has struggles, but they're just kind of like, they're normal struggles. They're not necessarily like, they're, they're like certain, like a villain is coming to town and is about to destroy a city and he lost everything, right? It's like that kind of struggle. But then if you look at like Vertigo, which is more adult, it's it has to do with yeah. like more realistic, real life things that sometimes isn't always, um, you know, it's meant for older audiences because some of these characters deal with like alcohol addiction or drug addiction or whatever kind of, there's more like murder involved. It's more graphic, right? And so Yo, sometimes yeah. that oh. kind of exposes more, um, yeah and it's more storytelling too you know it's not it's not super kitty it's it's kind of i don't know it has a serious more serious tone to it no no question uh, on that what's up no i'm sorry jake what was your okay uh, i was gonna say or ask uh here it is <laughs> um i was gonna ask if you've ever trained anyone um kind of around this idea to aspire to to like a superhero for example or something that they look up to um for example um i was really obsessed with adventure time in high school and well still kind of am mm -hmm. but the reason i am now is because i feel like i took a lot of the ideals and just as simple as like the show may look from the outside, mm -hmm. they deal with like a lot of themes, but I just loved like the passion and family between the main characters and their need or want to, to do good. And I just, I found a way to embody that, but not like, of course, in like any fanatic mm -hmm. sort of way. And it, it becomes like a mantra. And I was wondering if, you, if you've ever been able to train anybody or or thought ha about training someone with this sort of look to your heroes and see if you can embody this mantra in your training? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I don't think I've had, um, like, I, 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 I try to think back about it and I'm like, I don't think I've had anybody that I've been able to, to talk on that level with because when you like comics, like not everybody is a super huge, like comic book fan. Right. And if I started to bring sure. up comics, some people may be like, this guy's kind of a nerd. Um, and it's weird too, because, you know, I've had people that I've worked with that I tell them, Hey, I'm, I love comic books. And they're like, really? You're like a personal trainer. Like that doesn't make sense. Like the gym and comic books and like nerd culture, like don't, that doesn't like coincide with each yeah. other. And so, um, I haven't been, you know, I haven't, I haven't been able to do that just yet, but that's, that would be something I think would be really awesome 
to, to do, to be able to just say, Hey, you know, let's look at this character and let's see if we can, you know, aim to be like how they are. Cause if, you know, they relate to somebody, they all have that same kind of message. It's like doing the best they can with what they have, you know? So I think there's, there is, it's, there's, it's totally relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I totally actually think this even takes us to one of our later questions that we have here. Um, and that's about getting vulnerable. And this is sort of a way to connect with people like the, the people you may train or those around you and even with yourself whenever you are trying to improve. Um, how do you deal with your present strong rules and anxieties mm. right now and like coming to recognize that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. If you're open to talking about no, 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 that. Yeah. That's huge. Cause I'm like, all right, let me think about how, you know, let me put it into practice. Cause that's kind of, that's kind of this journey that I've been on for the last year, basically, which is like, um, you know, diving into myself in, 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 in kind of in every aspect. Cause I think what's important is, you know, you have to understand yourself on, on every level. Um, and sometimes that requires you to look at areas that you may, um, you know, you don't want to look at, you have to kind of shine light on some darker areas on how you deal with things. You have to, um, sort of confront these fears or anxieties that you have and maybe break down the roots of why they're there in the first place. And I think, um, that's some things, you know, I had to learn that really hard last year, um, with, just going through some really, 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 really tough times. And, you know, there were some areas that I thought were strengths of mine that kind of turned out to be weaknesses. And when you learn that, it's just, it kind of puts you that much further behind in, in your journey of, of trying to better yourself. And so I think um, for me, it's just, you know, you have to learn how to be, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you can't, think that you know everything in this in this process you have to be willing to learn and you have to be willing to um to kind of observe how things are and, and listen to people when you know I, there's areas in my life that i would really you know um succeed in but then other areas that would kind of go the opposite direction and there were areas that i needed to work on you know with in relationships with, with my fiance, you know, she would always, we'd always come back to the same conversation of, Hey, you know, you're always constantly saying things like this that may make me feel bad or whatever it is you have to. And that's an area that, you know, I would just try to put off to the side and say, yeah, I promise you I'm going to work on it. But it's like, am I really going to work on it? I have to be able to expose, you know, my, um, I have to expose those areas. And, and, and a lot of them are, it's, it's kind of a sensitive topic, you know, it's like a, it's like when you're, when you're looking at these, these, the roots of your fear of your anxiety, um, you know, sometimes they, they were buried there for a long time. They're buried there since they were young, you know, you, you don't realize how many, you know, characteristics you have that are based off of kind of fearful situations that happened when you were a kid, you know, and it's like, um, and especially with me, when I, when I decided I want to lose a lot of weight, I had to kind of look at a bunch of areas in my life and, and know that, uh, you know, these were, these were the areas that led me to where I am in the first place. And I know I need to start like cutting those out. And so, um, 
I don't know. I think just being willing to learn um, and willing to also have compassion for yourself. Um, because I think, again, we talked about uh, a little earlier when you're, when you're on the journey to self of self-improvement um, sometimes you can push it in the opposite direction where you become overly critical on yourself. And when you're in a position to start pinpointing areas that you feel might be weaknesses, um, like certain anxieties you have or, or areas in which you need to grow, sometimes you can, you can kind of put yourself down in those areas and that'll kind of just put you back further. But I think you just, you have to get to a point where you can be patient with yourself. You have compassion over yourself, like a certain kind of grace to where you know that, um, you know, I, I mentioned uh, before about this, like having a love for yourself. And, and I think true self-love is um, loving yourself enough to know you need to change and loving yourself enough to see these areas that could be improved. Um, now dealing with like anxiety, uh, I see the timer. It says that there's like four minutes. I don't know if, if we yeah, need to. No, um, sorry. You were just kind of trying to like. It was really good. Let me. I was trying to beat the clock. Yeah. Um, no, I, I can definitely um, end, end the meeting. And I think we've actually kind of reached like a, like a pretty good spot to kind of stop up. But, you know, next meeting, yeah. this will be like 10 minutes and we can just wrap, you know, we can just kind of wrap up everything. Does that sure. sound good to you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that was where it ended. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Christian McGahan. It was really fun, really insightful. We were all just in super deep thought the whole time. Um, we, we love deep conversations like that. Uh, I know I do anyways. So I hope you guys were able to take something from it. And if you think someone else will, like a friend or a family member, please don't hesitate to send it out to them. And of course, we would love it for you guys to support us. It really makes so much of a difference and it keeps us pushing and motivated. Um, Man, like, it's almost every time I ask this, I get lost for words. But when you do share it, thank you so much. And just the fact that you're listening, thank you. Um, but people out there are looking for things to distract themselves with. So now's the perfect time to, you know, get your friends hooked up with Sanity Check before we blow up. And you guys can say, we were the OG. We were there since the beginning when they were utter garbage. And everyone was recording on Zoom before they got their own studio and went to Hollywood. Anyways, when we make the big bucks, we won't forget you. All the love from Sanity Check crew. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, seize the day. <laughs>